Are you obsessed with Los Angeles? Head over heels in love with the City of Angels? Well, this is the podcast for you. At Lifehacks LA, we hack the best in arts, eats, and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker. What's up, LA Hackers? It's your host, Stefan. Welcome to episode number 101 of the Life Hacks LA podcast. All right, it's 2022, and the first month of the year is not even over yet, but some of us are already struggling to stick with our health and fitness resolutions. And by some of us, I am definitely including me. I thought what we could all really use right now is some fitness motivation. Let's get fired up to stick with our exercise and diet plans for 2022. So I decided to ask elite trainer Quan Bailey on today so he could share some of his best tips to planning and sticking to a healthy lifestyle. He also shares his story of recently moving to Los Angeles and how it helped reinvigorate his passion for the health and fitness industry. He also shares what it's like to live in beautiful Santa Monica, what he loves most about our city, and how just living in Los Angeles can help help put you in a better place to achieve your goals and ambitions when it comes to achieving a healthy lifestyle. As always, guys, stay tuned for after the interview, and I'll share my own little L.A. fitness hack. Enjoy this conversation with elite fitness trainer Quan Bailey, and talk to you again on the other side. Welcome, my guest today, Quan Bailey. How's it going, Quan? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. So, Quan, you're on the show to talk about fitness and life in Los Angeles. But before we get into that, would love to know a little bit more about your personal background. Where are you from originally and how did you eventually make your way to LA? Yeah, I'm actually from, technically I'm from Chicago originally. I'm a military brat, so I've lived all over the country. Both of my parents were in the service. Came to LA uh, right at the start of the pandemic. So it had to be April 1st, 2020. I had been a personal trainer in Chicago for about 10 years. We had planned to be my girl. had planned to move here in July of 2020. And when the pandemic happened, we were like, um, gyms were closing. So I had no real way to make more money. So I just refunded most of my clients and we moved out here. She took a travel nursing job and I started doing, you know, sessions outside on the beach and we made it work and things have turned around quite a bit since then. Wow. That's crazy. So I want to unpack a few things there. First of all, uh, big ups on the military, Brad, I was the same way. So it really teaches you how to get along with people, right? Cause you're always the new kid in school. Yeah, always. Yeah, definitely. So I, I can see that in, kind of in your personality. You seem like the type of person to go into any room, no matter what it is, and like fit in with everybody. I try to. I try yeah. my best. Yeah. So that's crazy. So you actually moved to LA during the pandemic. Um, what was the decision behind that? Why Why did you guys move to LA? Truthfully, so we were, we had been eyeing a building for a while, and we would just periodically check to see what the rent prices were going to be. And we noticed the building that we wanted to move to. It the prices fell by like twenty percent. Mm-hmm. And we were like, whoa. And then we did the math. We're thinking, okay, well, if we sell most of our furniture and I refund a few clients and I kind of amp up my online business, she takes a travel job, we could probably afford both rents for a while. And then when we went to do the to sign the lease, we they told us that we would get a month free. So we were like, oh yeah, that's that's super simple. A month free plus it being cheaper than what we expected. So we left with a couple months left on our lease, kind of paid double rent and made it happen. Yeah, that's crazy. That's probably a good decision too, because all the prices have already gone back up, even though the pandemic's not over yet. Exactly. And then, you know, we've been able to keep the same rent pretty much. So it's been um, really nice. We're about to resign for the second time. And also, I guess you were thinking that you could transition a lot of your stuff online, right? Because online um, 
Basically. online personal trainers and, and everyone's at home. So how did that work out with everybody being at home during the pandemic and you transitioning your business or at least part, part of your business to online? Yeah, it was actually really, it was a lot more tough than I expected. I'd had an online business for about two years up until that point. And it actually got harder because it, I feel like it got more competitive. Everyone was trying to be an online trainer at that point when before mm. it was saturated. So you had people like they'd work with you for a while and go somewhere else and then come back and move around. So it was very stressful in terms of like a consistent revenue standpoint. Um, but what I found was since I live in Santa Monica, basically on the beach, I live like right next to the pier, I would go outside and I started doing classes by donation on the beach. And I did this for at least six months. And I met so many people from the Santa Monica and Venice community from doing these like basically free by donation classes. And it kind of allowed me to get connected with more people and get more one-on-one clients that I also trained outside and kind of expedited my revenue to get back to like where I needed to survive. Yeah, that's awesome because that's kind of what I found in my business too. You know, I work in marketing and stuff. And basically if you're willing to give first, I mean, it sounds kind of corny, but it's really true, especially where you are in Santa Monica. You know I mean? That's like the perfect place to be for that. Not only the fitness, but just, you know, if you're willing to give first, you can come across so many people with connections and stuff just in everyday life in Santa Monica. Absolutely. All right. So let's jump more into the fitness and motivation, um, a big part of your career, a big part of your life. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got started and why you chose this as your career path? Yeah. So we'll start with senior year of high school. So I I played football, ran track and played basketball in high school. I always was a skinnier guy and I loved lifting weights. I was actually really into like heavy weight bodybuilders. I always thought they were super cool. I loved watching videos and like emulating those workout programs. And I got to college, played football and ran track. So I dropped down to a two sport athlete, started gaining some size. People started asking me like what I was doing to train. And I was basically just following videos and and things online that I would look at like bodybuilding.com and stuff like that. People started asking me to train them. I had a few clients while I was in college, and I actually ended up having a bit of a mental health issue, um, and I ended up having to leave school my sophomore year. I came to Chicago. From there, my school was in Wisconsin, so I came down to to my local gym in Chicago, picked up a job there as a trainer, and that was in fall of 2012, and I've been in this career ever since. It started out working at a big box gym, stayed there for about five years, went independent, um, had my own business for a while, traveled, met more people, and we ended up here. Yeah, that's awesome that you found your you found your passion like that. So, it, did that help with the mental health as well? Your career path and um... therapy helps. Therapy helps a lot. Okay, uh, number one. But yes, I honestly feel like doing something that you're passionate about definitely helps with mental health issues over time. And it's something I've spoken on a lot. I've been able to uh, do some public speaking and go to different events and, and speak on it. When I feel like when you reach your breaking point, you're at that point where you're, you know, either trying to take your own life or, or put yourself in a tough situation. I feel like really taking your life to the uh, point of, wow, I'm a little emotional today. Um, bringing it, just basically chasing your passions is a great way to kind of take ownership of your life again. And I feel like when I when I was a younger kid, moving a lot, never really feeling like I had anybody that I cared about or cared about me or that long term friendship. I feel like when I found fitness and started helping people and watch people change and, and get connected with them, that kind of kept me going in the right direction as opposed to what was happening when I was in college. Well, that's awesome, Quan, that you uh, talk about that. Cause I mean, a lot of people have similar issues, but they're reluctant to talk about it, especially if they're a public figure like you. I mean, people see you from the outside, perfect build, high energy, positive attitude. And they might not realize that you're struggling as well, just like we all are. So that, that's really, I commend you for talking publicly about that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So 
let's talk about that connection because I, I you know, I noticed you on um, my Instagram. I, you, you did this really funny video where you were working out with the Christmas tree. Yes. But yeah. And so I saw that caught my attention and then I watched some of your videos and you just have this ability to connect with people through video. And we mentioned earlier, or you mentioned earlier that it's super competitive now with thousands of fitness leaders online. Uh, what are some of the ways that you set yourself apart and connect with people, you know, when it's mostly just through video? Um, like how, how do you connect with people or is it just kind of a natural thing? Honestly, it comes from understanding how the industry works, right? So I'm six foot four in shape guy. There's probably thousands of guys with a body type similar to mine, right? You're in shape. Like it's, it's hard to stick out. And I really found when Instagram stories started, so this had to be like four years ago, I found that the more I talked to the camera, the more it helped me with my issues and it allowed me to connect with more people. So I've, I've really hammered down on working on my speaking ability and working on my ability to feel natural in front of the camera. And I've even, you know, I do it on my YouTube channel. I do it on my, my Instagram, but YouTube is something that I really picked up during the pandemic and learning how to speak and learning how to get your feelings out really separates you from other fitness influencers. Cause a lot of people are just concerned about looking a certain way or doing a special cool movement or something like that. They're not really focused on engaging with their audience in a way that they can feel connected. And I just try to bring that personal trainer feel to my videos and to my content. I want you to feel like you know me. Yeah. And you definitely get that across. Cause it feels like, I feel like I know you and this is the first time we ever, we've ever talked because I've watched a few of your videos and stuff. So you definitely have that ability and, and, and that's awesome. Another thing um, is your videos are super practical, you know, like um, as a guy who's in, into working out and trying to stay healthy. I mean, I like that your videos, like, like, especially like your quick workouts that you have, yeah. you know, like you just posted the last one was a quick ab workout routine, uh, no equipment needed. And I was like, damn, that's like perfect. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. I like it. I, it's not quite going as fast as I would like, but I honestly find, especially like working, uh, my, my, my full-time position as well. Like it's just a nice way to escape. Like that video I filmed in San Diego, me and my girl went to San Diego for a day trip and I found this amphitheater place that I guess was brand new. And I was like, wow, this place is dope. I'm like, all right, let's take the camera out. I'm about to sit down and have some fun out here. And I love the freedom that creating content like that gives me. It's like you can be anywhere, anytime and, and make something practical and usable for your audience, but also still get your workout and have a good time. I try to make Yeah, it and it's entertaining time. as well. So that's key. Oh, um, yeah. So let's get back into Los Angeles because yeah. um, you've lived in a lot of other major cities, especially, you know, growing up in the military. And then as an adult, you lived in a couple other cities. But what do you think of LA as far as like being a health conscious city? Um, in your experience, how does LA stack up with other cities when it comes to a healthy lifestyle? For example, the healthy food options we have here, the opportunities to work outside, people's mindset, just how LA stacks up to the other cities you've been to when it comes to health consciousness. Yeah. LA seems to be the most awake, if you will, in terms of health. I mean, I feel like, and, and open, I feel like people are willing to try more things here. Um, there's a lot more healthy food options. I mean, the vegan community alone is insane. I'm not a vegan, but I have some very close friends and the restaurants, the way you can try things, the the way they put things together, it's just so unique here in Los Angeles. And I also feel like from a fitness perspective, there just, there are more opportunities. It's more competitive, but the opportunities here are amazing. I tell my friends all the time from other cities that if you really want to see how far you can go in this industry, this is a great place to live, even though we're all connected on the internet and there's opportunities through that. There's just something about being here that changed the game completely for me. Just yeah, it's, there's still nothing like meeting someone in person. 
Oh yeah. People are so passionate about training too. Like you get a new client and they're like, yeah, you're my ninth trainer in like 12 years. And you talk about the things that they like and don't like, and you're, you're able to grow and learn as long as you're open to listening to your clients and listening to people around you. It's just people, this is something they want to do for the rest of their life. When they're working with a trainer or trying to be in shape, they really want to do this into their sixties and seventies. And it's really awesome to see that as opposed to coming from the Midwest where things might be, they're like, Oh, after a certain point in this, oh, I don't really care about that anymore. I don't really want to do this or that. I just want to eat this food or do this. And it's just awesome to see the focus that people have on their health. And it's not just a physical standpoint. Honestly, a lot of people just want to feel good. And that's very refreshing and inspiring at the end of the day. At least it keeps me getting up in the morning. Yeah, definitely. Like health ties into it and like a youth mindset. I got to be honest with you. I moved to LA like 12 years ago. When I first got here, I would see like 40-year-old guys on skateboards. I'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. you know. <laughs> but yeah. when you're here, you realize that people they keep young at heart, you know, part of its fitness, part of its attitude, like people still like to have fun and, and, you know, they're not just going to sit in the house all day long, even when they're 50, 60 years old. Right. It is. It's just incredible to see. I feel like my passion for the industry was definitely um, brought back by being here. Yeah. And, and definitely Santa Monica has got to be the Mecca for that. I mean, that's, that's a super health conscious city this summer. Um, you know, the, hopefully the uh, pandemic will have really died down. And then, you know, you go down to the beach in Santa Monica and there's just people exercising everywhere and doing some really interesting things. Like, have you seen those people on the rings and stuff yet? Oh yeah. So actually where I live, I can see them from my balcony and they're just absolutely inspiring and amazing to watch. I mean, I think the tight ropers are the people that freak me out the most. I mean, they can do backflips and jump on this thin little wire. I tried to stand up there. I thought my knee was going to pop. It was hilarious. Yeah. It's really incredible. So for the listeners out there, if you ever want an entertaining day, just go down to the left of the pier facing the water and you'll see acro yoga. You'll see these incredible gymnasts on, on the equipment there. You'll see the tightrope people. And I'm probably missing some other ones, but you just see so many crazy displays of athleticism and it's entertaining just to go down there and watch people. And there's so many different types of people as well, which is so crazy, like different ages. Like it's just, you'll see literally a 50 year old man on a tightrope and he's like bouncing up and down, like it's a trampoline. And I'm like, how, how are you doing that? (laughs) Yeah, it's really crazy. All right. So staying healthy is not just about exercise. Of course, we know one of the things I appreciate you about you uh, and your content is you share a lot of stuff about diet. So I wanted to get a little practical here for people who live in LA looking to eat healthy. Um, What are some recommendations you have? Like, are there any healthy restaurants or grocery stores that you like to go to? Grocery store wise, I'm I'm still a whole foods guy. I, mm-hmm. I like the big chain. I just feel like I know everything in there, but that's just coming from, of course, living in Chicago and other major cities. You're used to what you're used to, right? I honestly would encourage people to go to different neighborhoods and try different like healthy options. Like go to a vegan restaurant in East LA, like go check out some of these places because the combinations and the creativity that I've seen from places here has been insane. I just, I feel like I never am, how do you say, bored mm-hmm. with the options here. And that's where I'm coming from Chicago, the Midwest, where like we specialize in food coming here and, and, um, seeing how let's, what they have to offer is really amazing. You'll never be bored. Yeah. Especially from a health wise perspective, because, you know, like in the Midwest and stuff, a lot of that stuff is good, but it's super unhealthy. Whereas in LA, there's so many opportunities to eat healthy food, but it's also really good too. Like it's hard to have an excuse of like, okay, this doesn't taste good because like you said, there's so many different spots you can eat and they have so much variety when it comes to healthy food. 
yeah, the culture here is amazing. There's so many different cultures and everyone is trying to make a healthy option. And I think that really helps over time. Like yeah, definitely. Motivated to uh, your fitness goals. I, I wanted to ask you about, uh, I don't know if you call it a treat meal or a cheat meal. I call it a treat meal. But <laughs> I might have to steal that. I like that. The treat. I might have to steal that one. Treat meal. I'll give you credit. That's good. I'm, that's yeah, nice I actually think I got that from The Rock or something. But you know, instead of thinking of it, I've always thought of it as a cheat meal my whole life. And then um, I think I heard that from The Rock or somebody. But they were like, think of it as a treat because you're not cheating, you know. But anyway, um, for you, is there a special restaurant in Los Angeles or a special meal that you do on your treat slash cheat day? Trying any new breakfast spot is always a thing. I'm still touristy and loving my in and out, of course. Um, <laughs> let me think. I have to call it call a spade a spade. You know, you know it's touristy, but I'm a big fan when I can. I love to go to meet in Santa Monica because I feel like it's expensive, but it's just fun to have. Like I love my 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 steaks and and like high quality meats. Um, that's mm-hmm. that's my favorite spot, honestly. So how many, how many treat meals a day? I mean, do you have like one day for your treat day or is it? Uh, yeah, Sundays, Sundays. Uh, most recently I, I went to a breakfast spot here. I don't even, I'm the worst with names, but I'm, I'm a big breakfast guy when it comes to cheats. So I like my, my French toast, my pancakes, my um, waffles. Those are the things that get me excited outside of that. Anything like fried chicken related, if I can get some of that in once or once a week or once every other week, I'm pretty excited, but I usually make that at home with my own recipe. Yeah. Definitely uh, brunch or breakfast is a good cheap meal to have. And that's probably one of the most popular meals in Los Angeles is brunch on a Sunday. So, all right. So we know you love to go to the gym. You know, if anyone wants to check out your videos, you're absolutely jacked. I didn't realize you're 6'4". Holy cow. But um, what are your personal favorite outdoor workouts or activities in Los Angeles outside of the gym? You know, like basketball, hiking, et cetera. Oh, well, you just said them. Um, Basketball, number one. Um, I get to hang out with this group of people uh, called Venice Ball. It's a lot of like ex pros and people who will play overseas who are current pros. A lot of guys who just love basketball. I love working with those guys. It, it's fun to be out there and play high level sports. They have referees and all sorts of stuff. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. So, so that's awesome. I actually love basketball, but you're definitely playing on another level. <laughs> like I saw you dunking. Oh, and all I'm stuff. not even the best. I can just dunk. That's the best part. Like these guys are like, these are like real pro dudes. And it's, it's fun to get out there. Cause I'm still kind of bodybuilder stiff at times too. So trying to work on my lateral quickness and, and, and trying to jump faster. It, it kind of keeps me motivated outside of just lifting weights and, you know, bench squat, deadlift heavy. And then next would have to be hiking. I mean, there's so many viewpoints. Um, I like the Los Leones Trail a lot. It's super close to my house and getting all the way up to the top and being able to see like parts of Malibu and see like parts of the pier. It's a really good spot to kind of like clear your mind and take a break from everything. You get to escape without really escaping in terms of distance. Yeah, there's so many incredible hikes in Los Angeles. And then of course you live right on the beach. So you're in an amazing location to do like outdoor workouts and just enjoy the outdoors. You know, Quan, I wanted to ask you, because uh, it's New Year's, we just passed uh, New Year's Eve here, we're early 2022, and a lot of people, including myself, struggle with uh, self-discipline when it comes to both diet and exercise. Do you have any tips on how we can all s- stick to our health resolutions this year? Like, are there any like practical tips that we can do to make sure our workout and diet plans go past this month? Absolutely. Understanding that uh, failure is inevitable. And I'm going to mean this, and I mean this in a very practical way. You're going to make mistakes, right? Changing your life habits is very tough. You're not going to come in and just be perfect, but it's what you do after you make that mistake that determines how far you're going to go. So let's say one night you you say, I'm not going to drink, but you have a drink. The next morning, get up, 
go train, work out. Don't punish yourself. Just go work out and do your best to not do that again. Don't look at every mistake as the end of the world. It's not. You're trying to change. Focus on the wins instead of the losses. So you might say, oh, I had a double cheeseburger today. That sucked. But the other three meals you ate were clean. Think about those clean meals and how you felt after you finished those versus how you felt after you had that cheeseburger. And focus on the positives and use those positive moments and positive affirmations to drive you forward. Look, take those small wins and you're going to go really far. Yeah, that's a great point. I actually do that a lot. You know, like if I have, um, if I slip on my meal or I forget a work or I don't do a workout that day and then it's kind of like, oh, okay, now I got an excuse to skip two days instead of just uh, realizing that that's like one mistake, like you said, and you could get back on track. Absolutely. It's going to happen. You're, we're we're going to make mistakes. Like in anything, when you first started doing podcasts, you probably made mistakes, right? When you first started your career, when you stopped doing anything, you, you make mistakes, but you learn from those mistakes and you focus on the positive things and you get better over time. Yeah, that's great advice. All right, Quan. So I'd like to jump back into Los Angeles. I'm excited for your answer because you said you're um, fairly new to LA and you live in such an awesome location. So can you describe to us your perfect day in LA from getting up to going to bed? Where would you go and what would you do for your dream day in Los Angeles? I honestly love what I do for work. So I would still get up at around 345, um, go teach one or two classes at the studio, leave there around like 7 a.m., train a client on the beach, like on the rings or on the uh, pull-up bars. That's where I like to do most of my one-on-one training. And then with it only being like nine o'clock, I'd probably go down to like Venice Beach. I live in Santa Monica, but I love the character of Venice Beach. Go down there, shoot some hoops with some friends, maybe make a little content, practice some dunks, just kind of focus on like elevating and having fun. Nothing more is more fun to me than jumping every day. Going to Venice though, stay there for about two or three hours around two o'clock, probably go down to the West Hollywood area. There's a lot of good food over there. Mm -hmm. Um, I always like the energy, probably pick a new restaurant, try something new. That's kind of how me and my girl do it. We just like to pick something random and check it out. Then try to be back home early enough. If it's, it would be summer if it was my perfect world. And so try to get home right before sunset, try to enjoy sunset on the beach, living on the beach is something I don't like to miss. And that'll be about it. As long as I get to play basketball, make content, train some clients every day, maybe try a new restaurant, that's a perfect day for me. That sounds like a perfect day, man, and definitely a perfect day on the west side. I mean, you don't have any reason to even leave that area. It's so beautiful over there. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's, I didn't expect to like it as much as I have. It's been a struggle at times, but I really enjoy fighting to be over here. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like all of Los Angeles. There's pros and cons, of course, but uh, for most of us who love the city, the pros outweigh the cons for sure. Okay, Quan, it was so great having you on, my man. Um, you're definitely motivating us to stick to our New Year's resolutions, our fitness goals, and our uh, diet goals. Um, but people need extra motivation. Where's the best place for them to go to find you and learn more about you and your coaching? Yeah, you can find me on um, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Train with Quan. Train with Quan. Train with Quan. Yep. I try to post practical workouts that you can use anywhere, whether you're in the gym or outside. Um, I try to post as much motivational content as I can. As we get back to doing more speaking engagements, I definitely will be posting stuff there. I just want you guys to understand that your mental health is very important. And if we get that right, everything else will fall in place. So understand that mistakes are going to happen, but it's what you do after those mistakes that determine how far you can go. So I appreciate you guys. And thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Well said, my friend. And guys, not only does he give great tips, but his videos are super entertaining and funny as well, too. So go check out Quan. Thanks so much, my friend. And we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care.
All right, guys, welcome back. What a fun conversation with Quan. I don't know about you, but I'm super motivated all over it again to keep on these health and fitness goals for 2022. And if you are ever lacking motivation, I recommend you go find Quan online. His content is not only motivational, but it's energetic, it's fun, and he has some great practical tips. You can find him on Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, all with the username Train with Quan. That's Train with Quan, Q U A N. All right, guys, on to my special hack for this episode. And of course, it's a fitness hack. So this one's quite simple. Many of us love to go to the beach. We love to go hiking and other outdoor adventures here in Los Angeles. But my tip is to incorporate that into your weekly workout plan. I know for me, I get bored working out at home or at the gym all the time. And that can be part of the reason I miss workouts. But I do go outdoors to the park, the beach, or hiking. So if you're like me and you do the same, Incorporate one or two of your scheduled weekly workouts into that outdoor time. It will keep things fresh and new and help make sure you don't miss any scheduled workout days. And come on, we live in Los Angeles. The best part is the weather. So go out there and take advantage of it. All right, guys, this is Stefan. I'm wishing you a happy new year and I hope you stay healthy. Keep all your resolutions and reach your goals in 2022. Take care and I'll talk to you again soon.